0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com I actually feel a little bit bad what I'm about to do because I try to give over an idea that I know is 100% grounded in MS. And today's idea, while I believe that the idea is 100% grounded in MS... The way that it plays itself out is almost like a vertel, which is a cute play on words. And I just hope that you will forgive me and allow the idea, which I do believe to be MS la'amitai, to sink in and play itself out. People often ask me if there are seasons to marriages. Do marriages have seasons where they're good and seasons where they're not so good? And my answer is always the same, that yes, I do believe that there are seasons to marriages. One season that marriages tend to suffer in are Yomim Toivim, because during the week, people get very busy with things other than their spouses. When it comes to Shabbos, 25 hours or so, they have to put up with whatever they have at home. It's a little bit more difficult, because they don't have the outside distractions. When it comes to Yomtev, that's where people tend to struggle, because there's two days, three days, a week, eight days, where they have to put up with each other, and sometimes that in itself is a tremendous struggle. But the season of all seasons, where marriages tend to suffer, is beyond a shadow of a doubt, the summer months. And I was recently talking to somebody who was asking me, he said that in his family, they have a structure where the husband is in the city, his wife is up in the country, and he said, "How are we supposed to make it through the summer, intact, wholesome, that our family unit comes out stronger than before the summer? That I don't have to pick up the pieces throughout Elul and beyond. How do I? How am I mechazik my family in this area? So there is a very interesting machlegas, an argument where." The definition of kedusha plays itself out. We all know, probably one of the most famous mitzvahs in the whole Torah is Kedashim to you. A person should be, kaddish, should be holy. What does that mean? How does a person become holy? So there are two opposing views on holiness, and today I'm going to present you with a third. The two famous ones is the Machlechus between Rashi and the Ramban. Rashi says that Kedusha means have a purushan min ha'arayis. Stay away from immorality. By staying away from things that are us or to you, you're a Kaddish, you're a holy person. The Ramban argues on this. And the Ramban says, no. A person has to know Kaddish atzmecha b'motolach. A person should be Makaddish himself, should separate himself even from the things that are permitted to him. For example, a person can eat and drink don't eat and drink like a glutton, like a glutton. Eat and drink like a, like a holy person. Even on the things that are permitted to you, a person should take it easy, should separate from those types of things. Rashi seems to say, there's no such concept. If something's usr, you stay away from that, that means you're a holy person. The Ramban seems to go to the other extreme. No, even things that you're allowed to do, a person, a person should separate himself from. I wanna, I wanna present I hope you'll forgive me for doing this. But I want to present a third middle of the of the road mahalach, which I believe to be very true. You see, if I would say to somebody, "Is it mutter for you to drink a cup of water?" Most people would say, "Yeah." What's why is it usher to drink water? It's not a tainus. It's not. It's not before kiddush. It's not before davening. Like what? What's the question? Yeah, it's mutter. The question is, do you need to get a hetter to drink water? And the answer is, of course not. You drink, you drink. You don't have to pick up the phone and call your rav to get a heter to drink a cup of water on a regular day. Just pick up a drink, you drink it, you make a brach obviously, and, and you're good to go. The idea of being mekadish atzmecha b'moter muterlach. The play on words over here is the words mutterlach. There are certain things in life that are black and white. They're very, very clearly defined. You can do this. You cannot do this. And then there are certain things which are gray areas. They're not. They're not. It's not so push that this is okay. It's not so simple. And I believe that the idea of this this motto, Kadish Atzmecha B'Mutterlach, is perhaps coming to teach us that in the things that you get a heter to do, that it's not so clearly defined. It's not so black and white. Kaddish Atzmecha. Connect to the source of Kedusha, which is Hashem. Ani Hashem Lekechon. That's how the Pasak ends off. When you find something in life where you needed a heter to do it, strengthen that inion, that concept. Maybe a person asks a question about if he's let it drink or eat Chalv, And he calls his Rav, and his Rav says, Yeah, it's Mutter. Okay, it's Mutter. So it's fine, you have a heter, not a problem. You have Ramasha, there's different chuvas on this, fine, you have a heter. But maybe strengthen the concept of kashas. Because you realize that in one area some people are more machmer than you. Don't don't let your equilibrium be thrown off by a heter. See, we live in a world where everyone is running for heterun. They're, they're calling up, they're like, Can I have a heter for this, a heter for that? And of course there's a place for heterun. But the idea being that when you see an area of your of your life a, a, a genre a, a, a class of something where you got a heather to do something that's not clear take that area and be mahaza strengthen it One pillar of this unit of your life is a little bit weaker so realize that you have a weak unit okay it's it's mother it's okay you could get by but the avid, that's okay. But strengthen another such area. There there are so many examples of this, and I think that the summer months are perhaps a perfect example of this idea. If you'd ask anybody, is it mutter to go upstate? Is it mutter to separate from your family for days and days on end? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, as a mutter, it's a mutter. There's no, no halakha unless you're in Shana, Shana you have a question. But understanding the idea that this is something which is a weaker area, it's something that people struggle with, it's something that men struggle with, it's something that women struggle with, I could tell you countless stories that after the summer months I'm involved with, just picking up pieces, it takes months and months to undo the damage of what happens when you separate a husband and wife, it's not, it's not natural. It's not a natural thing to do. When a guy goes on a business trip, it's, it's, it's an unnatural situation. He's faced with challenges. A wife is faced with challenges. A husband's not home. It's not the natural family structure. When people do this for months on end, and they realize this is something which may have ramifications, it's a good idea for people to strengthen Kadesh atzmacha. If that's your summer plans, great. Enjoy them. But don't forget to strengthen this area. Don't forget when your husband comes up to the mountains to prioritize him. Don't forget to prioritize each other. Don't forget to spend extra time with each other. Maybe minimize the guests that you're having. Don't take it as a free-for-all. We we can do this because this is the structure that we've decided to do. When you realize that there's an area of your life that is prone to weakness, strengthen it just a drop. And when you're able to do that, you'll come out of a dangerous situation, a situation where other people may be falling by the wayside, but you'll come out really strong. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.